Hi there, and welcome to the Fantasy Fantasia podcast, a podcast where a bunch of theater nerds gather around and play various tabletop role-playing games, such as Dungeons and Dragons, Monster Hearts, Monster of the Week, Call of Cthulhu, and more. This podcast was brought to you by the Arts, Culture, and Heritage Fund of the City of Windsor, so big thanks to them. My name is Eric, and I will be your MC for tonight's episode of Undergrad. A Monster Hearts Tale. Previously on Undergrad, A Monster Hearts Tale. Iris was successfully exorcised, which resulted in Sam Hain and Kane's demon bestie being banished from the mortal plane. Though this exorcism has taken up most of the AV Club's energy, other matters still haunt our heroes. Evelyn has yet to find a better living situation. Zack still carries the knowledge of Alexis's betrayal by the giving of the Adder Sworn family locket to the Pale Mare, and Dr. Egan's relationship with Dr. Jeremy Renner lies in ruins. And to add more fuel to the fire, the mystery of Oakhurst College is ever looming in the background. As autumn turns to spring, let's check back in with our AV Club for a very special holiday episode of... Undergrad, a Monster Hearts tale. Chapter 41, The Santa Situation. Our camera opens on a gray day. The wind is of a medium pace. Everyone has dressed up uh, to the nines in their winter clothing. Though there is no snow on the ground yet, its presence can be felt in the air, and the smell of snow is on everyone's nose. Dean Dondine stands at a podium with the Oakhurst sigil on the front and a bunch of professors and deans and sorts sitting behind him. And you see that a lot of the buildings this morning have been tarped with these massive tarps as if trying to reveal something. And in front, uh, just to the dean's left, there is a large, um, it looks like a, a picture or a blueprint of some sort on a canvas that is hidden. And the dean with, you know, you can... Uh, um, it's so cold, right? Everyone's partially shivering. The Dean, absolutely. Uh, he is so skinny and bald that no matter how many layers he wears, <laughs> that poor dude is not going to warm up. And he's like, I would, 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 would just like to, to, to thank you all for, for coming on this cold day because we have a wonderful announcement. I have sought for all of my professional life to improve the well-being of students here at Oakhurst College, and I think I have done an exemplary job in my effort. And the deans and the professors behind kind of give a half-assed laugh. As they're doing that, our camera kind of swings to the audience, and we see of the like 120-so people that are there, we see in the fourth row all of our heroes, all of you. Hmm are sitting watching this press conference as uh, all of the students in various dorms were asked to come if they could. And the chairman said that it was probably a good thing to uh, just go there too so everyone can be on the same page. The chairman, of course, is standing kind of behind a tree at the very back as no one's going to see him anyway. <laughs> but you all know that he's there. And the dean says, 
we have for some time had concerns about the structural safety of some of the buildings here at Oakhurst College. We have had some problems. Everyone knows the boiler explosion almost a year ago today. Uh, and that can only be ruled by, you know, uh, the old foundations of the building collapsing in the old hardware. This is, of course, one of the most historic campuses in the continental U.S. And we want to make sure that it is preserved for future generations to come. And another kind of half-assed clap. Um, Evelyn specifically, how are you? How do you react to this? Oh, she's just sitting there staring at him with her arms crossed. She's not giving him any sort of praise. <laughs> I could just imagine like the contempt in in oh, yeah. space right now. <laughs> and the dean says that is why I'm happy to announce that we have partnered to improve this campus. And our camera kind of briefly pans as the deed is going on, uh, kind of vamping up this announcement. It drifts off to the far right of the dean, and we see that there is a little kind of tent gazebo area where some people are waiting to be brought in. And inside that gazebo, we see a bunch of lawyers and, 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 and business uh, associates, and standing in front of them all as if she's holding court is Arabella St. Vincent. Thomas St. Vincent's mother, of course, part of the, the f former member of the Life and Death Brigade before Bo and Thomas nearly killed each other in a fight, and she had kind of been ostracized from the group. And through the back of the tent enters Vanessa, Bo's former nymph and now the head of the Life and Death Brigade. And Vanessa says, Ah, Arabella, I see that you have finally come to your senses. And Arabella looks, and with... Whether they're genuine or not, real tears come out from her face, and she says... Vanessa, I am so sorry for the way that I acted at the retreat. You have to understand that things have been so stressful lately and I, I have not slept well and, and I, I was on these medications and they made me think horrible things, Vanessa, absolutely horrible. They made me think that we, we were all doomed and that my son was going to die. And, 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 and Vanessa goes, shh, it's, it's all right. All is forgiven. Besides, you only stabbed some poor girl. Who cares? <laughs> That's, I think, the, the only thing that particularly happened. And Arabella says, I, I thank you for your generosity and welcome. Thank you for bringing me back into the brigade. And Vanessa says, well, we do. Unfortunately, Arabella, we need your steel to help fund our constructions. You are a vital part. And of course, I would have brought you back. I believe in second chances. And you hear the dean go, I would like to welcome the brand new partner of our future endeavor, Arabella St. Vincent! And Arabella walks out with her kind of salt and pepper hair and her million dollar suit. And she takes a stand at the um, at the podium. And Iris, she even kind of crosses eyes with you for a moment and gives you like a slight grin. And looks back at the crowd. Iris kind of like jolts and like touches where she stabbed her and then just looks away. You probably still have like a bit of a scar there. Oh, probably. Yeah, I was stabbed. Yeah. And you just get brought to that flashback of her kind of in that rage and almost religious fervor stab you in the stomach before. Oh no, God. no, I, 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 she stabbed you and then Evelyn subdued her right after. Yeah, she just Iris kind of looks down and just mumbles. I don't like that woman. Thank you, Dean Don Dean. I would just like to say that on behalf of the St. Vincent group, and we are happy to provide Oakhurst College with everything it needs at a fraction of the price because we believe that education and the future of our children is above all. 
And again, everyone kind of, you know, claps for her. And she waits for silence and she says, I would like to formally introduce the Oakhurst Construction Project for the new college, the new face of education on the United States. And the dean with great flurry rips the the covering off the front that this massive picture or board or whatever it was. And now you see that it's a huge blueprint of a new campus. It looks a lot like the old campus, but a lot of buildings have been improved on or modified, modernized, new pathways everywhere. The dean says, not only is all this available, but most of our garbage will be collected via ducts underneath us, therefore reducing all litter on the campus and pollution. And everyone starts to clap. And Arabella says, and not only that, but we can ensure that it will be done in less than six months' time. And the whole fucking place goes crazy. (laughs) What do you all do? Iris turns to uh, Kane and goes, how are ducks gonna, just baby ducks gonna carry materials underneath the ground? (laughs) 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 And Kane, genuinely as confused as Iris in the moment, says, that doesn't make any sense. Those poor ducks. Where's Evelyn? Where's Evelyn? And he kind of turns his head around. Yeah? (laughs) What is it? Why are they working with ducks? Yeah, why are the ducks gonna carry materials? No, she's talking about like, um, kind of like sewers and things like that, like underground, uh, like tunnels that are going to be able to move things along. Why don't they just call them tunnels? Because it's the, it's the lingo that they use. They try to sound fancy. (laughs) And Egan's eyes are like turning a little bit more bloodshot than normal. And she's like, I don't like this at all. Yeah, I think there's a general feeling of this isn't good this, <laughs> among uh, us. This whole time, Zach's been tuning out the others, and he's going to... Because <laughs> <laughs> of course he is. Not in a rude way. He's going to try to uh, to tap into... It, is it Vanessa? Is that her name? Yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah Vanessa's mind. Like, how is she feeling during all this? Yeah, give me a roll for streaming. Okay. Oh, fuck, that's a five... Okay, so I'm going to say that you you kind of try to, to focus on her because you can even, uh, Zach, I'll say you're sitting at the most end of the group so you can see Vanessa even through the parts of the tent like gazebo that she's still in and you're trying to focus on her but you you can't quite focus. It, it's, it's cold, there's a lot of distractions with all the cheering and shit, but from what you can tell, at least, even though you failed the role, I'll say, because you can see her, she doesn't look to be in distress right now, visually, at least. Okay. Okay. So as you're all doing that, um, you see that the Dean and Arabella have swapped spots of the podium, and the Dean says, There is only one slight issue to this brand new expansion, though we can do it in uh, an incredible amount of speed, and of course, under budget, because that is just the kind of hard worker that I am. <laughs> I, uh, unfortunately... We have to break around as fast as we can. So the campus will be closed starting 8 p.m. tonight, and therefore all exams are canceled. <gasps> Woohoo! Yeah. Oh my gosh! The whole student body cheers, and you see the teachers stand up in fucking uproar. <laughs> the, the teachers who were perfectly happy to clap are now super pissed off. Oh my god, this is a Christmas miracle! Evelyn turns to the group, she's like, I've been studying for three weeks! <laughs> I haven't studied at all. I've just been hanging out with Peter. This is so good. This is so good. 
And also, all projects taking place on campus will have to be placed on hold until after the winter break. Thank you, everyone. If you what? have any questions, wait, what? please don't oh, uh, ask, ask no. me. And the dean tries to sneak <laughs> off, and as the the crowd up uh, the crescendo kind of hits this uproar, students and teachers together. On that, our camera fades away. And welcome back, everybody, to Underground and Monster Hearts Tale, brought to you by the Fantasy Fantasia Podcast. How is everyone tonight? You all had quite the time last time <laughs> having yeah. to defeat a massive demon brawl and crazy shit like that. Uh, luckily, we're we're, we're going to take a bit of a, a quieter pace today because it's back to the holidays. Uh, so happy holidays whenever you're listening, anyone. Uh, regardless when you listen, let the good times roll, you know. Before we begin anything tonight, let's take a quick attendance on who is here. Hi, my name is Avery. I am playing the Chosen Skin. And I am playing Kane Kaufman. I'm, I was about to say Iris. My name is Carla. I am playing the face skin and my character is Iris Greenwood. My name's Stephanie and I'm playing the witch skin. And my character is Evelyn Reed Wilson. And my name is Kim and I play the vampire skin. And my character's name is Dr. Lisbeth Egan. Mm. Hey there, I'm Zephyr. I'm playing the, the queen skin. And uh, I'm... Uh, I'm playing the character of uh, Rip Roarin' Rockin' Rockus Gorilla Zach Wiley. <laughs> wow, that must be insane on your birth certificate. That, that was a radio effect. Can you repeat that last part? Yeah. <laughs> it worked. It worked. I, I yeah, got it. Yeah. <laughs> so there, there, there were some uh, new changes to some of the characters. So Iris, let's just go with you. What uh, sort of major change happened to you after you uh, took on a demon's powers and it kind of left you? There was going to be some lasting punishment for you, if I remember. Yes. So my harm is uh, down to three instead of four permanently for the foreseeable future. I forgot about that. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, she's rocking a nice uh, rogue white streak in her hair, which she's definitely uh, painted, dyed green. Oh, Oh, I love that. You know what Kane did too then, to support you. Hey, you have green tips in your hair? Yeah, fuck it, why not? I've been meaning to, to say this for weeks, but Zach's had a mohawk for like the whole semester. What? Oh, that's ah, amazing. He's even been like uh, styling it. I guess he's just been wearing a hat this whole time. So it's just like, <laughs> wearing a hat it's a Christmas yeah. semester. It's been it's been canon. Is it a, <laughs> is it a different color or is it just like a mohawk? He dyes it to match the season. Oh, that's good. That's so good. it looks wow. like a fucking like bright ass white with like um like a snowflake design and like blue out outer sort of thing. Mm. Oh, damn. Yeah. And Kane, the biggest change of all. Yeah, so my bestie, my demon is gone, and that is the most crucial part of the <laughs> Infernal skin. So Eric and I did some chatting, some brainstorming, and we decided that I'm going to kind of do like a season advance and take on a new skin. So Kane is now the chosen skin, but we wanted to customize it to reflect all the experiences Kane has had in this podcast so far in the story. So a couple changes are the sex move. Uh, we stole it from the angel skin because we thought it might suit a little better. Uh, it is you're reminded of your purpose on earth. Lose one of your skin moves and gain a different one. So along those lines, I've chosen four, four moves from different skins, which I won't get into now. And when 
Iris and Kane, because you probably wouldn't do it with anybody else unless it's an emergency. Mm -hmm. whenever, they, <laughs> whenever they have sex, he can uh, switch out one of his moves for a different one, kind of making him more versatile. And his darkest self, I'll read that off. You fought so hard to distance yourself from your demon to establish independence. In doing so, you've unwittingly stumbled into the service of a power greater than yourself. You will carry out their will as if it is your own, and whenever possible, you'll convince yourself you're doing this of your own volition. You escape your darkest self when you realize who's been tempting you down this dark path and beg others to save you. So those are the big changes. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Cool. Pretty cool. So some very interesting things from Kane. He's finally completed the New Year, New Me. <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. big, big, yeah. big transformation. <laughs> so I guess after all that, let's get to a snowy day at Ochre, shall we? Everyone? All right, let's do it. All right, Burr. let's go. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> So our camera opens back up exactly where we left it. We have everyone, uh, a huge hubbub happening. The dean is trying to sneak past all of the uh, angry professors. He's like, oops, excuse me, pardon me. Slip, doop, 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 that. And he, he's in the middle of crawling between a few of their legs. Um, what are you all doing right now? I feel like Iris is just like super happy that she doesn't have to write a final exam in the wine not class. <laughs> oh, we're, we're celebrating for sure. I'm holding your hands, jumping up and yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, we're just like, like no <laughs> Evelyn's got her notepad out and she's getting ready to write another report. <laughs> <laughs> she carries one in her purse. Oh, yeah. It's a common enough occurrence, definitely. Yeah, right? she's like yeah, a she's police a officer with like tickets. <laughs> yeah. Just scribbling it down with fury. <laughs> <laughs> and Egan's sort of processing everything because um, the whole like uh, activities on campus have to stop and she's just like, uh, no, you're not taking me away from my lab. She's kind of upset. Ooh, yeah, true. Mm, okay. Mm. Zach, how about you? Zach, um, I would like to do a game move called... Um, What's the equivalent to, to, to settling a mystery? Like, he wants to get a little bit more information um, mm -hmm. by, like, probing people in the crowd of just, like, <laughs> how they're feeling, what are their surface thoughts, who knows more than they're letting on. Mm. Ooh, detective work. Yeah, Zach, give me a gaze into the abyss roll, please. Okay, uh, that's negative one. Uh, six and a five, though, is <laughs> 10. Hey, oh, no. nice. nice, okay, so on a 10 up... The visions are lucid and detailed. The visions show you what you must do, and you carry one forward in doing it, or the visions cure you, removing a condition. I'll go with the first two options, please. Sexy. <laughs> I, I guess you're just going to kind of try to tune in with, you know, your kind of ever-growing circle and see, like, if there's even kind of remnants of other people around you that you can tap into. And um, you, you, you don't feel like anyone is being disingenuous. Like, I'm just going to say that, that because you rolled so high, um, and the visions are, are so detailed, you get the idea that, like, yeah, most people on the ground are incredibly happy to be done, done exams, and people at the top are fucking angry. Really angry. And you see that Arabella walks off with Vanessa. And I'm going to say that with, with your, your, your vision, your vision kind of goes away from normal, Zach, and almost goes into like this magical infrared <laughs> where you almost like tune in to kind of everyone's, I'm going to say their vibe. You know, you're just like tuning <laughs> into their vibes. Their, nice, their high vibes nice. and low vibes. And, and you can see Arabella walk off the stage into the, um, 
uh, gazebo area and actually give Vanessa a hug. And Arabella leaves, leaving Vanessa to kind of disappear back into the crowd. And on that, Zach, all of the people on stage are having these like really aggressive vibes right now because of how angry they are. You see just in your vision, somebody walk up onto the stage with a hunched back. But you see that their vibes are very positive on the inside. And as you kind of blink and it snaps back to normal, everyone sees an elderly man walk up to the podium that you recognize as Vice President Silvertree. Hey. The one that you saved at the very end of season one. Hey, nice. Yo. And Vice President Silvertree goes, uh, speaks into the microphone and says, everyone, please remain calm. And at that, most people respect him enough. You can tell that everyone kind of settles down and he says, Now I realize that this was dropped on us at rather the last minute. We can all thank the dean's incompetence for that. And the teachers just <laughs> laugh their fucking asses off. Yeah. I, I think everyone laughs a little bit. Even the dean. No one laughs louder than the dean. <laughs> oh, shut up, dean. <laughs> I do see the Dean's point, though. If we want to improve this campus, we must hurry as quickly as possible because, well, the more time we hold off on this project, the less that teachers, and he kind of gestures broadly towards Egan, can get back to their work, and students, and he gestures towards the rest of you, can get back to your various projects, and we have films being filmed <laughs> on this campus. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everyone starts to Woo! laugh again. I'm banging the director. Woohoo! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't even get her a lead. <laughs> uh, Silvertree says, <laughs> All right, calm down. That's a little bit too much information for an old man with a pacemaker. <laughs> and everyone kind of l laughs again. And he says, all I ask is that teachers and faculty, please come into my office, air your grievances. We will find out a way to make sure that this is as smooth as possible. And, you know, in the end of the day, it is less work for you. But I hope everyone has a very safe holiday. Please, you have the next week uh, of your exams. You may please exit the campus and allow the construction to begin. <gasps> we want to build a safer Oakhurst, and I promise you whatever is going on, the dean is not in charge of the construction project because I would never get in a building. <laughs> Iris raises her hand really quick, actually. Yes, the young woman who's having intercourse with the director. Hi, I'm Iris. Um... Does that mean we? Hello, Iris. Hi. Does, does that mean we have to leave our dorms? No, the dorms are actually unaffected by this. This is strictly nice. classroom areas only. Perfect. Okay. Thank you. And you see that his eyes kind of linger on you five for a bit longer, almost like he gets lost in in a memory that he can't quite place. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Kay just slumps in his chair a little lower. Iris waves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I, mu I must have drifted off. Like I said, students, please, if you are leaving, take the time you get a week off early. If you are staying in your residence, I must insist that you stay as close to your residence during the break as possible because most of the campus, I have been told about five minutes ago, <laughs> under heavy construction. I hope everyone has a safe and wonderful holiday with your family and friends. Take care, everyone. Goodbye. And the press conference kind of ends with people mostly satisfied, maybe not happy, 
but satisfied. And the, the most of the staff leave to follow uh, Silver Tree out and kind of demand various things. And I'm, I'm going to say as the Dean leaves and the press conference comes to an official close, we <gasps> see this first snowflake drop from the sky and it lands on Iris's forehead. <gasps> oh my gosh, it's here. You know what this means, right, Iris? What? You have been blessed by the snow gods. You're going to have a great Christmas break. <gasps> oh my gosh, this is the best Christmas ever, even though last one was really good too. This one will be even better. I guarantee it. Yeah? Okay, oh. everyone who's taking the wine knock class, please come to me. Iris starts shaking. Come on, chop, chop. You see that he's holding a thermos and there may or may not be coffee in it. That's up to you. Okay, guys, I'll be right back. Okay. Good luck. Evelyn, you hear Mimi Mamora say, everyone who's taking any history class with me, please come over here. I must speak to you given the new developments. Evelyn turns to the group. I'll see you guys later, and she heads over. Bye. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, Zach, as soon as you say that, you hear Johan von Boss snap. <laughs> okay, y'all. God damn it. Okay, y'all, y'all. What, y'all? Fuck. He's, he's still he's still speaking with a Texas accent since he's been sent to Texas for a while. He goes, okay, everyone, please, who's in the music therapy class, please come here because the construction runs directly in our studio. And Friedrich Dingelhoff runs up to you, Zach, and says, Zachary, we must go see uh, we must go see Johan. He has to talk to us. Uh, well, <laughs> Johan is commanding me. Hey, everybody in the music class that I'm in, get over here. Oh, my God, Zach, Roman, 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 uh, that's a nine. A nine. Okay, so on a seven to nine, the MC will tell you what it will take to get it done, do it, and they will. I'm going to say if you can make it a little more enticing why yours is better than Johan's right now, because as soon as you say that, you see that everyone in the music class is like looking at you both, not moving. <laughs> Uh, Zach just pulls out a couple of joints and just like flicks them in his hand and then just like in like a little bit of a sleight of hand thing they're just gone for a second <laughs> just like if you were looking you know it's there <laughs> so as soon as you, you do that everyone is kind of um, everyone's like huh yeah okay and you see kind of people like walking out with their hands out as if they want you to pass them the joints <laughs> okay, yeah, he passes a, like, a, a joint and he just uh, turns to Johan and says, Okay, Johan, what's up? <laughs> Johan is still with, with his two, with Wolfgang and Hilda, and just like exhales, walks over really angry, as now the snow is really beginning to pick up. And he says, well, there's not really anything that we can do, because the building is construction right in our studio, but something that I've been told by our donors, Zachary, someone with as little work ethic as you should have a fun time. And Zach, you can see now that like Johan has a tan. <laughs> Like you, you sent him to Texas. He has been in the sun for like a few days, and he burnt. And he, he he's got like a Texas belt on. You see, like it's got like uh, like two horns, like a fucking rancher's belt. Um, and he's like, ever since I was sent to Texas by, it doesn't matter. I took a trip to Texas. I have been inspired to write new music, and we have been told by our investor Zach that they expect a five-song written and recorded demo over the holidays delivered to them in January. Oh. Uh, you want holiday music? 
No, they said that it is submitting for what you want to do. Oh, thank the rock gods. Okay, we're good, man. <laughs> cool. Five songs, no prob. <laughs> we will see, little man. And he, like, walks by you and, like, bumps into your shoulder and, and whispers, I know that you sent me to Texas, you piece of shit. I found that my room had had hive written all over it. I had to burn down my room. <laughs> oh, my God. Yippee-ki-yay, wow. motherfucker. That's oh great. Did you, did you learn anything about, like, good old-fashioned American values or anything like that? Zach, the rage, he grabs you by your, like, the, the front of your shirt and shakes you and just starts, like, yelling and the crowd kind of grows around you and says, If you get in my way one more time, I will fucking kill you, Zachary Wilder! Did everyone else hear that? No? <laughs> Everyone starts like sh shaking their heads like they definitely heard. Oh, <laughs> he, maybe you should watch your mouth and things you say in public, dude, because, well, I mean, come on, man. You, you just went to Texas. I get it. You're still like, you're still hot blooded. I get it, man. And he kind of gives him like a playful shove. But you just wait. <laughs> you just wait, buddy. As soon as you say that, Zach, you give him a shove. He goes to wind up for a stronger shove. And, Zach, he's just short of you because you see he gets pulled back and thrown on the ground. And behind him, the person that grabbed him threw him on the ground, you're looking at Friedrich. Hey, and Friedrich nice. says, You will not hurt my friend anymore, Johan. You are bully and mean-spirited. And, and you deserve oh to have no friends and play at no musicals. Burn! <laughs> Hell yeah, man! And he just um, he puts out like the um, the Spartan hand, if you know what I mean. The the cool yeah, I do. <laughs> and just like right over Johan, who's on the ground, just like step over him. Come on, come on, you're on my side. <laughs> and as he gladly does, Zach, he kind of joins you, like gives you like a side hug, because he's probably only about to your like chest, um, probably a bit shorter. Friedrich is easily the smallest member of the group, and uh, Hildy being the largest. And um, he kind of joins you, and Johan gets up from the mud, just offended and, and gobsmacked, and snaps his fingers, and the other two members of the box squad come to either of his side, and he says, We will settle this in January. Zachary, douchebag, wild, dickhead. <laughs> Well, and in that case, buddy, Merry Christmas. And then he gets real serious. I'll see you in fucking January, douchebag. Yeah, and a happy fuck you. <laughs> and he tur turns around and walks away. And Friedrich goes, I, Zachary, I cannot wait to make music with you. Yeah, dude. I'm so glad you, uh, you accepted the offer for the hive, man. I was thinking that when we make music, I could put a uh, rock and roll synthesizer on my flute. Rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, those sound like words. Sure. Um, hey, hey, buddy, buddy, good old, good old buddy chum. Yes. I think we kind of need like a rebrand, though. You know, we can't have Friedrich from the Box Squad who came to the Hive. We need to have like a whole new guy. You know, how's Freddy sound? A rebrand. As soon as you say how's how's Freddy sound, you hear um, uh, Travis go. A rebrand. I'm down. How's it going, man? <laughs> hey, dude. I thought you went away already. Oh no, dude. I'm here for like the last few days. But rad about this. I was thinking about dropping mushrooms tonight anyway. So I'm just gonna drop more mushrooms. <laughs> dude. <laughs> if there's time, invite me in, eh? 
yeah, I was just going to take my normal study amount, but oh, hey, look, Alexis and Brian. Hi. And Alexis and Brian roll up and Alexis is like, hey, Zach, how's it going, buddy? Hey, Alexis, how's it going, buddy? Oh, same thing. Wow, copacetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like how is how have things been with you and Alexis, Zach, since you, you know, last time we really talked about you and Alexis was back with Bo. Yeah. Um, Zach's been um, he's he's been distant, but more, more, uh, more engaged. Like his, his heart's not in it, but he's, he's trying to get like some answers as subtly as possible. He doesn't want to let on what she, what he knows that she thinks she knows. Totally. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say that you, you, because like so much time has passed and so much has also happened. Mm-hmm. You've probably been so busy, but also just anytime you tried, it's probably, I'm going to say been right now, at least too subtle. Um, as if she hasn't divulged anything yet to you. Okay. Right. Um, but that might change in the next coming while, <laughs> but she, she's not alert that you're trying to probe is what I'll also say. So things, things seem okay. At least on her okay. end. Brian goes, hey, Zach, did the uh, the thing I made for you work good, buddy? Your Dude, Halloween Yeah, costume? man, it was fucking fantastic. Thanks again. Uh, listen, um, it kind of smells like cat pee now, but if you still want it, <laughs> it's there. No, no, I, I, I think I'm okay, but, you know, we, we haven't had a band practice in, like, uh, like at least, like, a, a month, month, so... Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> we, we should probably Practice get, get to or something. it. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. And Alexis punches your arm and she goes, yeah, I've been, you know, we, we, we all miss you, buddy. All right. What day is today? December 7th. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, he gestures towards the, the group. Uh, are we doing anything tonight? <laughs> Zach, on that, we're going to cut away from you. Because <laughs> all of this will work out very nicely off that cue, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'd like nice to make stuff. a formal address. Kane <laughs> <laughs> and Iris. Mm-hmm. Iris, you went to Cicero. Kane, mm-hmm. y- the rest of the film crew kind of walked, they, they found their way to you. And Specs and everyone looks at you in Aurora and they're all looking very upset. Aurora goes, well, I guess we can't film this monster match scene we've been working so hard to do. Kane's been sitting down waiting for someone to call him over. And he's like, oh, right, (laughs) fuck, that's me. And he kind of stands up. (laughs) And he says, uh, well, fuck, I mean, can't do anything over Christmas break. So I guess everybody have a good Christmas break. If you have any questions about lines, about what's going to be happening in the scene, please address them to Specs. But Specs, uh, I need your answers signed off by me. Any changes signed off by me. And we'll get back together after Christmas. All right, have a good, good Christmas break, everybody. Well, 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 hold on, hold on, Specs says. So what, you're just going to let that happen? You're going to let the administration just tell you we can't finish our film? Kane, we spent months getting all the costumes perfect. We've been rehearsing the choreography. Aurora has been rewriting her scenes because that's... I, I get it, Aurora. It, it's better when you do it. Okay, yes, I know, Specs. Shut up and stop licking my boots, please. Okay, well, all, all, all I'm saying is, is that, Kane, you're, you're going to take that? Some director you are. If I were you, I would storm the gates and demand that we get to finish our scene no matter what. Kane kind of looks around at the film crew to see if anybody believes in what he's saying. Kane, I want you to roll manipulate an NPC just to see how much <laughs> even you being silent and, and the trust that people have in you. Okay. Because <laughs> you've been doing really well, Kane. You know, you've been giving good speeches. You're leading well. You've kept everyone fed with delicious French dips. <laughs> yeah, it's all on the French dips. Mm-hmm. 
so that's a seven. Okay, so um, the MC will tell you what you, it will take to get them on your side. Do it and they will. I'll say that Kane, they clearly see it as he is challenging you and it's a clear challenge. It's not like they're ignoring Specs. Hmm. Okay. New year, new me. Kane looks to Specs and he says, <laughs> you know, Specs, I understand that it's really frustrating that we're not able to do the work as quickly as possible. I know everybody's been working incredibly hard, especially you. I appreciate all the work you've been doing. So I'll give you this deal. If we wait, if we just lay low, let things take their due course, I will allow you to direct partially the ending with my approval, the monster match scene. You're going to let me co-direct? The ending, yeah. Like the, first, like the last, like, you know what? The last 30 seconds of screen time for that scene are yours. <laughs> I'm going to say that alleviates the crew. The crew kind of like looks at you and is like, wow, man, like you took the high road. Like you see a bunch of people like like nodding, nodding their heads like, wow, that was really nice of them. And <laughs> Specs looks at you, Kane, and comes up to you and whispers in your ear, I wouldn't direct a part of your movie if I had a gun to my head and a shit sandwich in my mouth. Oh, Specs. <laughs> Kane says, you wouldn't direct a part of my movie if you had a shit sandwich in your mouth? Oh, Specs. And he puts a hand on his shoulder. <laughs> I don't, God damn it! the expression sounded better when I formed it in my head. Just never mind. Buddy, buddy, it's okay. It's okay. Listen. And he looks around again. This isn't my movie. This isn't Aurora's movie, although she owns a lot of it. This isn't even... It's almost my movie. It's, it's close. <laughs> it's our movie. <laughs> It's the French Dips movie, for Christ's sake. <laughs> some, of the, some of the gaffers are already eating French Dips. <laughs> so Specs, you've been working your ass off. You either got to own the work you're doing or get the fuck off my set. Specs looks at you and says, if you won't <laughs> save your film, then I will. And Specs turns around and walks away. And the whole crew goes, man, fuck that guy. <laughs> hey, that was really nice of you. And Kane's smiling, saying, yeah, no problem. But in his brain, he's, he's kind of like, this is really going to bite me in the ass, giving him a little bit of power. But we'll cross that bridge when we get there. <laughs> and Kane, on that, you hear Zach shout out. Oh, is that a line for me? What did I say? <laughs> I forget. I play Zach on like on the on the present moment. I'm the Charlie Sheen of acting when I'm Zach. I only have one tune. It's go. <laughs> I think it was something like, guys, are we doing anything tonight or something? Oh, hey guys, are we doing anything tonight? And our camera cuts to Iris. We reverse back in time. Iris, Cicero is sitting on the stage, kind of head uh, back, just letting the snow fall on his face. Um, it looks like he's trying to sober up more than anything. <laughs> and looks at all of you and says, well, hello, everyone. So did you hear the good news? No exams. You're happy about that? Well, I'm not upset about it. Uh, it gives me more time to pursue my other interests. Like... <laughs> And as he's thinking, he takes a sip out of his thermos. I'll find some interests, I'm sure. Oh, God. <laughs> um, I guess I should give you all grades, right? Just to end it. Mm. He, he closes his eyes and just starts shouting grades what? out. D, C, B, A, G. Uh, Iris, I want you to roll. I want you to roll hot for me. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's an 11. <laughs> 
Oh my. An 11! Oh Damn! Iris, good for you. So, Iris, I'm gonna say that just because he's rattling off these fucking grades at random, he points to you and he says, A minus, without knowing that it's you. Can I almost say she like tr she's like looking at her feet and then saw like a snail or something and went to go pick it up and like stumbled and then that's how it, he pointed at her. Like, she didn't mean to get that grade. She just like kind of fell into it. Yeah, yeah, it was completely by accident. Yeah, A minus B C. All right, you all have your grades. Have a fun winter break or whatever. And remember, when you have a glass of wine, have two more for me. Cicero out and good night and good luck. Oh my God. And you see your friend Judy come up to you going, Iris, congratulations. Wow, look, we did it. <laughs> what did you get, Judy? What was your grade? Well, uh, he, po he pointed at me for like a B minus, but oh. I, I got 100% on all my assignments. So I'm I'm not, I think I'm going to have to like wait, dispute that. Wait, 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 wait. Judy, Judy, Judy. <laughs> and she like puts her hands on Judy's shoulders and says, why don't we trade? Oh. Iris, are you sure? Well, yeah, I mean, you did a lot of working. I know I drank a lot of the wine, but you knew about the wine. I just, you just kind of pointed at it and I drank it. Even though it really didn't sit well with me, but yeah. And you helped me out when I was drunk that one time and took me back to the, to my, my dorm. And uh, yeah, I'll take the B minus, that's fine. You deserve an A, you've worked really hard. Iris, that's so nice of you. And she gives you a hug and she's like, thank you so much. Of course. I'm pretty sure I only got it because I was trying to pick something up off the ground and kind of stumbled into it anyway. The grade, I mean. Do you have any fun plans for tonight? Um, tonight. Wait, what day is tonight? <laughs> it's the night of the 7th. <laughs> oh, right, right, the 7th. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I have a couple ideas, but I'll have to see what Kane and, and the rest maybe are doing. But um, how about you? Are you going home? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to probably do some shopping tonight. I actually heard that they're they're having a, a Santa village. They, they opened it a bit early so that so that the students could could come in and see it. But they have it in, in Oak Haven every year. Apparently, it's going to be a really fun year. So, you know, may, maybe I'll see you around. Yeah, I think I'd like to go do that. OK, I'll talk to the group. All right. Well, congratulations on your A minus, Judy. <laughs> Thanks. You too. And on that, you hear Zach yell. Yo, are we doing anything tonight? Nice. <laughs> Iris is like, I have an idea and runs to him. <laughs> Evelyn. Yes. Evelyn, you go up with some of the other students from Mimi Memoir's class and she says, well, I'm sorry, everyone, for the utter incompetence and buffoonery of Dean Don Dean. He is quite literally an example of why bureaucracies need to be stamped out by the modern world. Is there any questions about the exam being canceled? Evelyn raises her hand. And <laughs> yes, Miss Reed Wilson. Um, how is this going to affect our final mark? Are you just going to be um, using the grades that we had before this, or is there going to be some sort of uh, makeup assignment in January? Thank you for your question, Miss Reed Wilson. Yes, so as I'm sure many of you know, this is a two-part course of the famous women of New England. We have already covered the modern era. Part two, which we'll be beginning after the break, will consist of everything from the year 1900 and before. So I ask that you please do all of your readings, of course, and you will each be asked to write a paper on a topic that you have not written about yet on a female identifying 
personality in history of New England and their contributions to the area. So thank you, Miss Reed Wilson. Yes, that will be your assignment for part two. That sounds great. Thank you, Miss Reed Wilson. I do like that idea as well. Well, if there's no questions, I hope that you all have a wonderful, wonderful break. Please be safe and please come back ready to do more learning and don't forget to do all your readings over the break and be prepared just because you're at home with your families does not mean you can slack now does it very good be off with you <laughs> and evelyn she's standing there is there anything you want to talk to her about or are you okay um she's just going to uh go up to her and uh say to her I, I've been looking through that book you gave me, and um, what, after the holidays, I would love to meet with you sometime and, and talk about it a bit. I would like that very much, Misery Wilson. Excellent. I, I look forward to it. I hope you have a wonderful holiday, Dr. Memora. And you as well, Misery Wilson. And I want you to roll gaze into the abyss for me. Okay. What is gaze into the abyss? Oh, yes. Okay. That's a nine. A nine. Okay. So on a nine, uh, I'm going to give you, uh, you have a choice. You can, either the visions are confusing and alarming, or the visions are lucid and detailed, but you gain the condition drained. I'm going to say that they are confusing. Okay. You lock eyes with her and she gives you this smile. And Evelyn, it feels like there's, you can, it's almost like you can smell ozone in the air, that kind of electric smell, mm -hmm. as if there's static energy being created between the two of you when you lock eyes, and you just get a flash. And it's just these few flashes of um, a figure, just a shadowy figure wreathed in flame mm -hmm. on a pole. Ooh. And you get an image of a trial and a gavel being smacked on a desk. And then you get the image of a scarlet bright light consuming an entire lane of, of a town. Oh. oh, wow. And as the vision fades, she's looking back at you going, may I help you, Miss Reed Wilson? Um, uh, no, no, everything's okay. Um, sorry, I just was starting to think about what I want to write about for my paper. Um... Anyways, I hope you have a wonderful holiday, and I look forward to class next semester. Happy holidays, Miss Ray Wilson. And on that, you hear Zach yell. Yo, uh, are <laughs> we doing anything tonight, you guys? Dr. Egan. Yes. Dr. Egan, Silvertree is leading the staff out. The dean has snuck the other way and has kind of crawled to you and went, Psst, Dr. Egan. Dr. Egan. Psst. It's me. What is it? Dean Don Dean. Hello. Yes, I know who you are. What, what do you want? Well, um, uh, just a little bit of an update. Uh, I, well, I want to know, how's everything going with your donor? We haven't heard from him in some time. <laughs> just fine, thank you. Well, I cannot express to you how important his money is to the university, and the fact that when he talks to you, he tends not to show back up again is not very good and will be noted on your record. <laughs> What's your point? I'm just saying that we want to make sure that the funding is secured. But besides that, um, this is totally unrelated. I swear they have nothing to do with each other at all. But you have been randomly selected to represent the staff here at Oakhurst College at the Santa Village in Oakhaven. Oh, God. <laughs> Excuse me? What? Yeah, we kind of took a vote that you weren't there 
four. Um, um, I thought it was a random selection. Uh, so, no, <laughs> yes. you were ran- no, I, I misspoke. You were randomly selected by a jury of your peers. Mm-hmm. All right, what do I have to do? Do I have to show up and, and bash a champagne bottle on something, or what? Well, it's kind of like you're running it. What? Oh, my Excuse God. Excuse me? <gasps> Running. Don't it. worry, don't worry. What? Don't worry. You have all don't. day to go and check it out. And we have the best of the experts. We have three people from uh, local Oakhaven o- o- business owners that are there to help you out. And they're going to do whatever you need. And on top of that, we have a wonderful Santa. Jeremy! Jeremy, come here! Oh, <laughs> and no! You see Jeremy Renner's head pop up, and he looks at you, uh, Dr. Regan, horrified. And, and she's looking back at him, horrified. <laughs> Yeah, you're both just, I feel like, <laughs> wide-eyed and terrified. And the dean goes, come on, don't be shy, don't be coming around. So, uh, Dr. Egan, I don't know how well you know Dr. Renner. We've met. He has, he signed up to be our Santa. Oh. Yes, we have met, Dean. Um, I, I didn't know that uh, Dr. Egan was running the, uh, the Santa village. Well, she was randomly selected by a jury of her peers. Yes, I, I didn't know that either. I just told two seconds ago. Um, look, uh, this is all very last minute. I, I, who's, who's deciding these things? Last time I was asked to do something, I was given a day to prepare for some camp. Um, look, is there, isn't there somebody else who has done this before that perhaps could take over? I, mm, no. <laughs> no, I, I don't think so. You see, the teacher who used to always volunteer, Madame Sharp, one of the music teachers, uh, she fell down flat on her back and uh, injured herself, so she had to retire just a little bit early, so. All right. So what do I do? What, 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 what kind of resources do I have? I have, you, you said that I have uh, business owners who are, I mean, do I have materials? Is it already built? Listen, Dr. Egan, it's not that I didn't pay attention when they briefed me on it so much as I was. Not paying attention. Paying attention to something else <sighs> while they were briefing it. Uh, but I was told that you would have everything you need at Oak Haven in the town square. So I hope you two have the best of time. Oh, look oh, at you. Uh, so wonderful and young and pretty and awesome and <laughs> leading stars in the school. You're going to do wonderful and represent Oakhurst. Um, anyways, I have to go do damage control because I'm fairly sure that Vice President Silvertree might fire me after today, but it's not going to happen because <laughs> I'll do whatever it takes to keep my job. <laughs> Wouldn't we be so lucky? Oh my god. And as he notices the staff leaving, he goes, Wait, no, please wait, wait, please wait for me, wait for me. And he leaves you alone with Jeremy, and Jeremy just says, I, um, Uh, Elizabeth, um, I didn't know. I, I um, this is awkward. So, uh, what, what are we gonna do? Well, I don't think we have a choice but to do this Santa's Village thing. Um, um, uh-huh. Look, um, I really would like to talk to you afterwards. Would that be all right? I mean, not right now. Um, we have to uh, figure out... Is, is it tonight that we have to do this? You know what, Dr. Egan... Distinctly not calling you Elizabeth. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm, uh, yes, it, it is, it is t- tonight. Um, they wanted us to open early for the students leaving, but I'm, uh, you know what, I'll just see you there. I don't, 
I, I don't know if I want to talk, and I'll, I'll, I'll see you there. And he walks away, and on that, you hear Zachy say, Yo, uh, guys, are, are we doing anything tonight? Or? <laughs> and Iris runs at the group saying, I have an idea! I have an idea of what we can do tonight! <laughs> and you all converge back into the group that you are in. Two words, guys. Are you ready for this? What? Santa's Village. What? <gasps> <gasps> yeah! <laughs> oh, God, the bane of my existence. <laughs> I just was told by the dean that I have to put together this. I have to run the Santa's <gasps> Village. Oh, oh, you're so lucky. Do you need some help, Dr. Egan? I'm pretty good with organizing things. Yeah, we can help you. Yes, oh God, yes, I do. Um, look, I, I I know that perhaps you had some plans to celebrate, but I I don't know what I'm doing. I've never run a Santa's village before. Um, well, I have green in my hair and so does Kane, so we can be elves. <laughs> or, or I could be the tree. I have like those. <gasps> You'd be a great tree. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure they have a tree. Um, can I be a rabbit? <laughs> A Christmas rabbit. I got just the thing, yeah. <laughs> Yo, Hive, gang, what's up? Real quick. Oh, yeah, boss. Uh, yes, I'm coming, Zachary. Yeah, uh, band practice. We're going to move it to Santa's Village tonight, okay? Cool. <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh. Santa's Village? Oh, Friedrich Dingelhoff is, That's like, great. jumping up so high and clapping. Oh, I'm so full of the Christmas spirit. Oh, my God, he's adorable. Okay, okay, we're good. Brian's like, do you need me to bring any of my origamis? Or? No, bring your bass, <gasps> the thing that you play in the band that we do. Wait, Fuck. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait Brian, Brian, Elizabeth, Dr. Egan, I almost called you Elizabeth. Ha, I've never done that before. Um, oh, it's all right, you can call me Elizabeth. Oh, Elizabeth. <laughs> no, not you. <laughs> I was looking at something in a magazine where they took paper and made them into snowflakes, so maybe Brian can make a ton of snowflakes for the Santa's village. Excellent idea. Brian, could you do that? Say no more. I can oh God. do that and so much more. Brian is on snowflake duty. All right. I could make like, I could go find Holly in the woods and collect it because I heard that that's something. There you go. All right. You go, you are, you are on Holly duty and then you can become an elf for the Santa's village. I'd like to be a rabbit, please. <laughs> you can be a rabbit elf. I could be the carrot. Oh my god, you can oh. be the carrot elf, Kane! Carrot elf! That would be lovely. All right, uh, we have a, a rabbit and a carrot elf, okay? Um, I can make sure that the uh, chimneys are constantly um, ejecting smoke. Oh, I, I will take that on myself. Oh my god. That will be my oh sacrifice my to the group. That, my Honorable. friend, will be your sacred duty. I agree, a freaking man. It's a Christmas miracle. Just don't start tap dancing on the roofs. But wait, wait, who's gonna be who's gonna be the Santa? Well, uh, we do have a Santa. Um, oh, it's uh, Dr. Renner. <gasps> yes. Oh, you guys yes. are close. That's good. Yeah, you guys are like making love. Oh, um, <laughs> no, no, That no. is what we know no, about no. that situation, right? Is that they're still yes. together? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Iris assumes everybody who seems to have some chemistry is making love, so. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> who wouldn't be? And Evelyn, um, yes? what would you like to do? What would you like to be in charge of? Could you do maybe the, um, the portraits, the, like, pictures of, of children on Santa's lap? I'm, I'm assuming that's what we're going to be doing. Oh, um, sure, yeah, it shouldn't be too hard to run a camera. Yes, sounds good. <laughs> All right, um, I suppose I should, uh, 
so everybody has their jobs. Wait, um, wait one more thing. Do you want a petting zoo? Because we could bring Peter and Bethany and Thunder and Lightning, and they could be in a pen, and the kids can pet them. Well, you know, I, I like that idea, but it, it's it's one more thing to deal with. Um, mm. Do you think they would be well behaved? Do you think it well, would stay in one? Peter's pretty protective of Kane, mm. um, so I don't know if he'd be good. Kane, what do you think? I think I might have to be the uh, the elf zookeeper if if we bring him, but okay. I will be that. I will be whatever you need. Um, uh, is the Lurby, he's, uh, it's a shapeshifter, Bethany, right? Bethany, yeah. Bethany, is, is Bethany a shapeshifter? Yep, yep. She can turn into any small animal you want. Oh, damn. Oh, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, um, suggest that she turn into a reindeer. Could, bit too big. Could be a baby <laughs> reindeer. What about a baby reindeer. reindeer? A baby reindeer, all right. Like a teacup uh, reindeer. Teacup <laughs> reindeer. <laughs> oh my god. Teacup reindeer. All right. Be carrying it around. <laughs> all right. Let's do this. Let's go for it. So all she right. says, Yay. "What about bringing Bethany and and having it just be a little mini reindeer, little oh. Santa themed?" Yeah, sure. She could definitely do that. I'll show her a picture, and then she'll just turn into it. Oh, excellent. Uh, kids would love that. Great. All right. Well, I, I like the idea. I, I I, think we have a plan. Um, Don't worry, we won't let you down, Egan. It'll be great. Oh, Zachary, Zachary, Zachary. Just Zach. <laughs> Just Zach. <laughs> Just Zach. Zach, 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 I, uh, I, I apologize, Zach, but uh, Zach, I do have... Uh, I, I have some costumes for Christmas. Do you want me to bring them for everyone? The snowflake later hosen. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, yes. dude, part of that rebranding thing, I'm gonna put you on a very sacred mission, dude. Okay? Yeah. You, you gotta okay. dress like something that says fuck you to Christmas. But you gotta Ooh. have the Christmas spirit in your heart while you do it. Do you want me to find costumes for the whole hive? The whole hive costumes? Christmas? Yeah. Uh, well, well, but 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 you said costumes that say "F you" to Christmas. I mean, not like "F you" to Christmas. I don't want to like alienate anyone, but like just like I don't know, stick it to the man. Oh, like if we were like zombie elves or something. I don't know. <gasps> oh, I have an idea. Friedrich jumps up and down. He goes, "I will see you at the Santa Village, Zach." Okay. Ooh, I mean Zach. Okay, man. <laughs> I, I guess I trust you. Okay. Yee! And he runs off. Bye, Freddy. <laughs> uh, by now, the the whole ground is covered in snow. Okay, and and so uh, can I just t talk to the the group, not the hive? No, I'll say right now, um, the rest of the hive goes. All right, buddy, we're gonna go get all our instruments, and uh, you know what, Zach, we got your stuff covered. Uh, uh, I'll just let myself in your room, man, and I'll grab everything. We'll drive it down over. Okay, sounds good. See you, dudes. Take care, dude. Um, excited. And Alexis walks away too. She's the last one to walk away. So Egan turns to the rest of the group and she says, all right, well, first of all, thank you so much for helping me with this. I just have no idea what to do here. Um, second of all, we need to regroup. This news about the new campus, I think this is what the chairman was speaking of when he was talking about the um, him making his, his move. Hmm. The Lord making his move. This is not good. Do you think yeah. it's similar to when those people were doing the reconstruction in Coffee Josh's? Oh, totally. It has to be exactly like that, yeah. So I think we need to have a chat about this, and I'm afraid that with the, the campus closed, we can't use the society. So how about just as sort of a thank you for helping me and, and for give us a chance to talk about this, do you want to come over after to my place afterwards? 
Oh, yeah. Have like a little, I don't know, pre solstice celebration like we did last year. <gasps> like oh presents? That would be lovely. We bring presents? Like lots yes. of presents? Presents sounds good. I actually <gasps> did pick up something for all of you, but um, I, I haven't wrapped it yet, but um, I suppose I could quickly wrap it. Ooh, presents before Christmas. This is great. <laughs> oh, I've been waiting for this for months. <laughs> Wow, what? that's ominous. Was then that Zach had a terrible idea, an awful, terrible, spooky idea. I feel like we all turn slowly to Zach and just look at him. <laughs> I, I know, <laughs> yeah. Especially Evelyn, knowing that Zach was so last minute last year, just looks at him with this really quizzical look on her face. All right, it's all good, dude. So presents on. Uh, what's up, Egan? Right. Oh, how how long does this uh, Santa's Village go on, Eric? Uh, yeah, so I mean, you were you were told to 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 basically get to Oakhaven as fast as you could to figure that <laughs> out, but um, I can also just just add it in that we'll say it starts by six p.m. Okay, and then it ends. There's not really a set ending; it just kind of wraps when it does. <laughs> when the last kid takes a photo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So you all know your jobs. Um, why didn't you show up around five p.m. and we'll get all set up and. And uh, I hope I'm going to go over there to see what they have available, just to just to see uh, what it looks like. Okay. All right. I'll grab the okay. animals. All right. Ooh, I have presents to wrap. Yay! Yes, and holly, holly. To <gasps> and get, holly. Right? Yes, I will get the holly. All right. And and Zach, um, what kind of music are you playing? A Christmas music, perhaps? Oh, I... we we have Christmas. Adjacent songs. Christmas adjacent. <laughs> you know what? Oh I don't really care because if, if no matter what the outcome, I'm I'm sure they won't ask me to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a good thing to do. Some some nice, uh, not offensive, non-denominational holiday tunes. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is what he's he's from, yeah. <laughs> Like oh, civic day, our civic day. <laughs> <laughs> so on that, our camera's gonna fade away. Um, Egan, I want to start with you because it's gonna I, okay. you're you're gonna be presumably cut away for the longest to kind of get the Santa Village ready, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, Egan, we're gonna cut to you in Oak Haven. Okay. Egan, you drive through the snow. Um, the streets are still looking okay right now, but the snow is definitely coming down hard. Um, not very windy, so just a beautiful winter day. And Egan, you drive into the circle, uh, the kind of main center circle of Oakhaven. We haven't really been here before. Uh, so basically just think of a like a very circular town center with this kind of big plot of land that's probably about 50 to 70 feet wide in terms of its uh, diameter. And Egan, you see construction workers working on it right now. Most of it's built, actually. You see some little elf houses, and there's this lane that leads up to a candy cane bridge, and the candy cane bridge gives way to a crystal palace facade. Santa's chair is underneath that. And Dr. Egan, you notice three people there. The first person is Coffee Josh. Of course, he is waiting there very happy for you. Nice. <laughs> of course, Coffee Josh. <laughs> He's thrilled to be there handing out coffee to the other two figures. And two of them you haven't seen before. You see one that looks like a middle-aged man wearing a white t-shirt with a bunch of um, sauce stains on it, with uh, a f- <laughs> covered with a very good five o'clock shadow and a full head of hair and a few gold chains. Nice. And <laughs> next yes. to him is a old lady sitting in a chair looking very grumpy. Um, it, just for the audience at home, it's in fact the same old lady that berated Iris about not having a raspberry espresso. <gasps> oh my oh. god, she's returned! Oh my god. <laughs> so Egan goes up to uh, Coffee Josh because she knows him and she says, 
Hello. Oh, you're a sight for sore eyes. Um, I brought you a coffee if you wanted it. I know that you don't usually have anything to drink when you come to my place, but I think if you tried my coffee, you'd really like it. You know what? I will have a cup of coffee. Just a, just a small cup. Just black. Okay, here you go. Thank you. Um, and she kind of puts up to her lips and she pretends to drink. <laughs> and she's like, oh, that's hot. I need to let it cool down. Oh, and so I am in charge. I'm the faculty representative for this um, lovely Santa's village. That's amazing. Oh, I'm so yes. happy that we're going to be working with you. Wow, this is my first Santa village too. Yes, and, and who are these uh, lovely people? Um, oh, yes, you haven't met them yet. No, okay. Uh, my name is... Dr. Lisbeth Egan, I, I work at the uni- at the, the Oakhurst College. The two of them look unimpressed, and Coffee Josh is like, oh, come on, don't be like that. Okay, fine, I'll do the introduction. Dr. Egan, this is Giuseppe Jr., the owner of Giuseppe's Alfredo House. <laughs> nice to meet you. I hear you have wonderful food. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's it's pretty good, you know. I, my, my father told me, Giuseppe Jr., you can't just go putting Alfredo sauce on breakfast items. And I said, oh. you know what, Dad? Watch me. And that's where the <laughs> Alfredo breakfast came from. The oh, breakfast absolutely. Alfredo. And, and, and he also said, don't make Alfredo soup. And I said, oh. well, you know what, Dad? Guess what I said to him? Guess what I said? <laughs> I, I don't know. You have to tell I said, me. watch me, Dad. That's what I said. I said, watch me make the Alfredo soup. And you know what? It's like the 10th best-selling soup in New England. Of so course So you is. tell me who gets the last laugh. Mm. Giuseppe Jr., that's who. Anyways, I'm Giuseppe Jr. of Giuseppe's Alfredo House. Nice to meet you. Yes. Oh, well, I hear it's wonderful. And, and anybody who, who doesn't like Alfredo sauce on something, well, I just don't want to know them. <laughs> What are you saying? The old lady stands up and like w- shuffles her feet towards you and goes, Oh, are we getting the Santa Village made or what? And yes. Coffee Josh goes, Oh, Alma, please calm down. Sorry, Dr. Egan. I don't know if you've met Alma from Alma's Antiques Attic, but she's here to help us as well. Yes. Hello. Uh, how are you? What? How are you? Well, you don't have to yell at me, you young whippersnapper. Get some respect for your elders. And she, like, with her fan, like, taps you on the arm. <laughs> and, of course, she's thinking, like, I'm, like, 15, <laughs> almost 1,500 years older than you are. <laughs> but, uh, yes, I, I'm so terribly sorry. I, I, I just, uh, it's so nice to meet you. Do you like antiques? Uh, antiques, yes. I, I love antiques. Actually, I have quite quite a few at home. And yet you have not come shopping at my antique establishment. That's very interesting. Well, now that I know about it, I see I, I don't often go into Oakhaven, so now that I know about your store, I shall definitely plan to, plan to arrive and look at all your wonderful wares. Well, good to know that you support small businesses, she says in attitude, and she snaps a coffee, Josh. Raspberry espresso! And jo- Co- Coffee Josh goes, yes, of, of course, Alma. I've actually made them for you this time. I figured out how to do it. Oh, thank you. And she tastes it. And she goes, it tastes like strawberry espresso, but I'll let it slide. <laughs> so what are we doing, boss? What do you have planned? As you can see, this area is quite a fucking mess right now. <laughs> oh. It's not ready. Yes, well, um, well, it's, it's coming together. Um... So, what is the plan so far, and and what are what are your roles in this? Um, are you serving food, and uh, or are you helping with some of the decorations? 
Hey, we're just here to do whatever you want us to do, boss. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, so I'm in charge. Okay. Um, well, uh, let's let's build on our strengths. Um, Alma, do you have any uh, Christmas-themed decorations in your store that perhaps we could use to uh, zhuzh up this uh, little display here? Um, I don't know. Do I have a whole barn filled with Christmas things dating back to the 18th century? I don't know. You tell me. Do I have the widest array of Christmas offerings in a non-Christmas permanent store in New England? I don't know. You tell me. I bet you do. Yes, yes, I do. Okay. I do. It's quite impressive. Well, yes. well, then, how about if that is your job, is to go wrangle up some decorations and then bring them over? I can have uh, this gentleman over here, and she kind of points to one of the construction people um, who is kind of just like hanging around, not doing anything. Um, this gentleman over here can help you carry everything back. Oh, he's strong. I like his mm, arms. Yes, oh. isn't he? Mm -hmm. I could get lost in those thighs. Yeah. You, come with me, you young one. And he kind of like looks at you like, what the fuck did you do? And she's like, no, let's go. We're going to the antique store. I'm going to show you how a real woman keeps antiques clean. Oh, God. And she just kind of like, kind of bats her eye eyelashes at him and say, thank you so much. Yeah. So, uh, boss, what do you uh, what do you want me to do? You know, I mean, I could. Uh, I, I was thinking maybe uh, Christmas platter with uh, I don't know uh, Alfredo sauce. Oh, wouldn't <laughs> that, that immediately <laughs> came to mind? Mm, absolutely. Well, uh, other than Alfredo sauce, uh, your specialty food would you sort of do little uh, appetizers then with a little little Alfredo sauce drizzle on top of them? And hmm. that would be you available little, for... You want little alfredo tizers. Oh, I like that. Oh, you should you should copyright that. Hmm. What <laughs> if I what if I make a little uh what if I make a little like, you know, pastry of Santa and for the beard and his hair, I put Alfredo sauce foam. <laughs> I love it. I love that idea. I think it's it's delightful and so you. Yeah, I'll be back with the Alfredo sauce. That sounds good, boss. Thank you. Delicious. Mm. What about me, Dr. Egan? Well, Josh, you are the purveyor of warm drinks, so... I thought so. Yes. Why don't you be in charge of bringing um, the uh, mocha peppermint lattes? And do you make eggnog at all? Well, I, I actually thought of something that I wanted to run by whoever was running, and now that it's you, I think that you're going to love it. I was thinking about making two different hot chocolates, one naughty and one nice. Oh. And the naughty one I wanted to put with a base of brandy. Oh, I like that. Now we have to be careful of who's drinking it. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I will be very cautious, I promise you. Sounds lovely. I, I think that that would be a wonderful job for you. So you go do that. And do you think you'd be able to, to uh, brew up or however you make hot chocolate enough for our visitors for, for tonight? Well, I was thinking about maybe just bringing one of my carts. Uh, I can have... Uh... Uh, Hugo there, uh, in there. I can have my assistant Hugo there make that, uh, get the cart all decorated, and we can just park right, uh, maybe at the base of the village, you know, so people can come in and buy a hot drink before they go in to see Santa. Perfect. And Iris is going to go collect some holly, and maybe she can decorate your little cart with little holly branches. Iris is going to be here? Yes, <laughs> yes. What about Kane? Um, both of them are, yes. Wow, yes. I love, I love both of them so much. I know, aren't they lovely? Yeah, this they're like great. the coolest. <laughs> they are. And yes, so I, I, 
I think it's a great plan. So go toddle off and, and do whatever you do to make the hot chocolate. Okay, great. Well, I'll see you in a little bit. Sounds good. Oh, all right. So, and she's kind of sur- surveys of what, what needs to be done. Um, so uh, I guess she'll just start kind of barking orders <laughs> at, the, at the construction people. <laughs> yeah, so as, as our camera fades on you, you're barking orders at the construction people. Um, is there anything... I'm going to leave it up to you. Is there anything anyone else wants to do really bad before they head over to Oakhaven? Does anyone want to take first spot? Kane's pretty okay. He's going to wrangle up the animals, uh, make sure he brings all their food that's necessary, and he, yeah, he's just going to take care of that job that he set out. Okay, Kane, are you going to bring all of them? So you're going to bring uh, Peter, uh, Bethany, Thunder, and Lightning? Oh, yeah. All four. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, okay. The, 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 the barn grows. Um, Iris, how about you? Um, I'm assuming she would have helped uh, Kane put on some leashes on all of them for transport. <laughs> and then oh she, she flies off. She's like, you can handle them, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then I think Iris is going to fly off and collect um, Holly, maybe some mistletoe if she can find it. And then uh, she's going to do a little bit of uh, last minute work on her gifts and then head on over. Okay, so Iris, the last image that you're left with here of poor Kane, he is just surrounded by knotted leashes. There are two ferrets just coiling around him with their leash. Bethany is floating like a miniature reindeer in the air, just like that, that, flying around. They're all having a wild time. And then uh, it's just going like, yeah, mini, take out there. Yep, everybody, everybody just calm down. Everybody settle yourselves. Okay, 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 okay. And then uh, Peter is just like pecking at Kane's shoes. <laughs> Those are new, they're but guys, just come on. This is supposed to be, oh, he just kind of drops his head. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I assume that Kane and Iris, you're both bringing your presents with you, obviously, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Cool. Actually, Iris might fly hers to eat hers in. I don't know if Kane wants yeah. to give hers, but she might fly hers to Egan, so they're already there under the tree. <laughs> do you want to do that with Kane's too? Uh, does Kane want me? She's like, yeah, it's cool. Uh, he could take all of them except Iris's. Oh, okay. What? Why can't I have that one? I want to give it to you personally myself. Oh. Oh. Okay. Can I shake it? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, good luck. Uh, Bethany, behave. Thunder, lightning. Remember who's in charge. Um, does she have like a turn off phrase? Something like uh, heal, you know? Um, you know what? If you feed her, then she'll be quiet. You just have to constantly feed her. Kate's gonna feed her the whole way that he's not gonna stop feeding her all night. Then. So specifically, what Bethany likes above all things are uh, sour keys. Oh god. Okay. Oh. Okay. He'll get her the big sized ones. Then. Sour key, big, big sour key, bigger than me. Like this, this reindeer's got a sour key sticking out of its mouth. Okay. Well, just love sour. Good luck. Keys. I'll, uh, I'll see you there. Thirty sour keys should do it. I'll see you there, honey. Okay. <laughs> Thirty sour. Hopped up on sugar. <laughs> Iris, you you take off and you begin looking for. You're looking for holly and mistletoe. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. She's like going up to trees and stuff and going, "Hi, have you seen any holly or mistletoe around?" One of the trees goes, "Hello, Hi. I did see my good friend Holly just that way." Oh. Perfect. Two trees to your left and take the evergreen. If you pass the mm-hmm. creek, you've gone too far. Got it. 
thank you. Happy holidays. And she flies off. You too. <laughs> and you see a little holly branch. And the holly branch is like, whoa, oh, hello <gasps> there. Hi, I'm Iris. Iris, I'm holly. I know, you're beautiful. Um, excuse me. Well, um, I was wondering, we are setting up a Santa's village, and I know... Oh. Yeah, holly's a big part of Christmas decorations normally. I mean, I think you should use all the flowers, but anyway, we're doing a traditional one, so would you mind if I take a few of your branches to help decorate and spread Christmas cheer? Roll manipulate an NPC for me. Oh my gosh. That's a four. Oh no. Oh, no. I'm no. coming with nothing. Uh, experience. I got, yeah, yeah. Okay. Here's what I'm gonna give you four for. I'm gonna give you a very hard task. Oh gosh, okay. <laughs> he goes, I would love to, but mm. I'm saving all of my leaves ho, ho, to impress someone. <gasps> oh, like love? Um, I don't know. I just don't want to feel so lonely. I want to have someone to talk to all the time so I don't feel so sad, especially when the snow comes. And I try to talk to them over there. And you see right across the way is a mistletoe bush. And the holly says, but they hate me. What? Oh, well, why? Because mistletoe doesn't like hearty laughs or booming voices. And, well, that's a part of you. You shouldn't have to change for someone. You should accept you as you are. But, but then I'll have no one to talk to and I'll be so sad. <laughs> and yeah, Iris, your attention kind of goes towards the mistletoe and you hear from it. What are you looking at, Buster? Keep your face turned <laughs> over there. Hi, I'm Iris. <laughs> Hello, Iris. Oh, I'm wow. mistletoe. Your voice is really sexy. <laughs> Thank you. Yours is not. <laughs> oh. Rude. I can't handle another winter with no one to talk to, but Mistletoe will never talk to me. <laughs> and Mistletoe says, well, it's not my fault. It's just, have you heard Holly's voice? It's so booming and annoying, and I just can't handle it. I can't listen to it talk anymore. Um, okay. Well, maybe we can fix this. Um, hmm. Okay, I don't really want to change anybody, but, um, um, oh gosh, I don't know what to do right now. Um, okay, um, how about this? Iris is going to fly up into the, the air, and she's going to yell as loud as she can, Creatures and plants of this forest, hi, I'm Iris. I have someone here looking for love, and if you're also lonely and looking for love and don't mind a hearty laugh, please, let me know, because I would love to bring love to your life in the form of someone named Holly, a self-conscious plant who has a lot of love to give. <laughs> She's going to see who answers. <laughs> Iris, you land down next to Holly. Holly goes, it didn't work. I'm going to be alone. And then you hear wings flapping. <laughs> and amongst the snow, you see a blue jay land on top of your shoulder, Iris, and goes, well, what do you want? You ask for someone? You want love? I'm looking for love, but not the kind of love that you think. I'm looking for more the love of, of feeling like you belong. Can you offer that? Can you feel? Hmm, 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 hmm. 
I'm just looking to be lo- Oh, that's a holly bush. Ooh, uh, hey, do you mind if I just go in there and- Oh, and he f- flies in the holly bush. <gasps> oh, oh, that tickles. <laughs> oh, it's comfy in here and warm. Oh, there are no evasive predators. That's nice. And ooh, I guess I could probably put my living room here and my bedroom will go here. And there's room definitely for the kids. They can each have their own room. That's really nice. Oh, it tickles. I feel full again. <laughs> Yay, it's a Christmas miracle. See? Thank you. You're welcome, and you should never change for anyone. You're perfect just as you are, and you should find someone who wants to c- celebrate that. Oh, please take some of my leaves. <gasps> Thank you so much. The kids are going to be so happy. And then she turns to the mistletoe and goes, Okay, sexy, you're going to be generous on Christmas? <laughs> Absolutely, Iris. You have done me a world of service. Now I never have to hear Holly again. Oh, thank you so much. And she gathers it up and then brings out her wings and says, And a Merry Christmas to everyone and Happy Holidays. Whatever you celebrate, enjoy. Oh, 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 oh I'm so full of happiness. And she's flying away. She's like, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> she flies off. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, what are you doing right now? Okay, um, so Zach just needs a little bit of prep time. Uh, it doesn't have to be anything huge, but you might see him, like, leaving a bathroom, giggling. Um, <laughs> oh my god, oh no. <laughs> uh, uh, kind of uh, laughing at um, uh, Kane in the background, uh, loading up his, his animals. Mm. I'm clearly struggling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And slipping an inauspicious note down a um, down a uh, a dorm's uh, door and walking away. Oh my gosh! So basically, se- setting the stage. It's like kind of we we see you in various shots setting a stage that we're not sure what it is yet. Yeah, this is the Batmaning moment <laughs> of of my my creme brulee that is Christmas dessert. <laughs> <laughs> So Zach, you kind of like run around the the uh, the campus, like giggling to yourself. We just see Zach in places, like he sneaking out and moving things. Um, Evelyn, what about you? Uh, yeah, she went back to her dorm room to put on uh, the final touches of all her Christmas gifts and get them wrapped before she heads into Oakhaven to go help Egan. Um, real quick, yeah. How does does Evelyn have like wards on her um her door? Yeah, she does have like magical protections to keep people from getting. She's in the roots, of course she does. Yeah, <laughs> right. What does she do, just out of curiosity? Like, does she say any magic words or? Yeah, well, yeah, that would be how she would have set up the ward. Would be yeah, saying some incantations. Evelyn. Yes. I have a question for you. Okay. Did have have you or would you like to? If the answer is no, then we can wait. No, no problem. I just want to give you the option. Um, have you sought out the Rat King in the boiler room yet? Oh, I oh. feel like I feel like shortly after Halloween, when they did the exorcism, she probably would have tried to find him. Let's say that the the boiler room has been locked this whole time. Okay. Uh, which is re- really weird because most of the locks in this place are well broken. Right. But this one doesn't seem to want to give. And Evelyn, as you're leaving with your presence, you notice that the maintenance corridor that houses the boiler room and other things. One of the incompetent roots workers comes out clearly drunk holding an eggnog cup, uh, up chucks a little bit all over the wall, goes to sit in the student <laughs> booth and just passes out. But the corridor is wide open now. Okay. Yeah, so she's going to take a quick look around, make sure nobody else really sees what she's doing, and then she's going to very quietly sneak into the boiler room. 
you walk through a series of hallways, Evelyn, and okay. the kind of different parts of, of the wall, it gets narrower and narrower and narrower, and different parts of, like, steam are kind of ejecting out. You have to walk through clouds of steam and stuff to get through, and you see, like, a bunch of rats kind of running at your feet, scattering away from you. And Evelyn, the further down you go through these winding corridors, the louder the rattling of the boiler room itself is becoming and the warmer this area is is in general. Until you finally reach a large metal door and it used to say, do not enter boiler room, but it's been scratched out saying, do not enter Rat King residence. Um, she's going to knock on the door and say, um, excuse me, Mr. Rat King, um, I, I was sent here to speak to you by... Um Mr. Jeeves, are you in there? A few seconds pause, and then the eye slits, zoom, opens up. And you're looking at these, like, really intense, slightly yellowed eyes. Oh, yeah? Are you sure that Jeeves asked you to come? Uh, yes, yes, he did. Um, And I think he gave her, like, a card or something. From he did, what I remember, yes. so she pulls it out and holds it up. A pair of hands, like, quickly just come out of the grating, grab it, and pull it away from you the eye hole shuts and you a few more seconds happen and then you hear like a dozen locks getting unlocked and the massive metal door opens up mm. and behind the door a figure reveals themselves a squat gaunt figure with no hair and very hard rat like features kind of long teeth the slightest point to the ears and this long coat that they're wearing and the whole room is just covered in rats it's not filthy there's just a lot of rats <laughs> everywhere um a very interesting place you have here please please come in i'm gonna ask my children to move cynthia please move we have guests thomas don't do that come on all right all right you know what um hilda and Matthew, you too. And, and and he's got like four rats that are like passively clinging to him as he turns around. So, uh, what, uh, what what can I do you for, Miss? Sorry, oh, what's your name? I'm I'm sorry, I didn't introduce myself. Um, my name is Evelyn Reed Wilson. Evelyn Reed Wilson. You may call me the Rat King. And he extends a hand with a rat on it to shake your hand. Um, oh gosh. <laughs> she she kind of very quickly shakes his hand and then tries to subtly wipe her hand on the side of her skirt <laughs> when she finishes shaking his hand. So what do I owe the pleasure of this meeting? Why did Jeeves give you my card? I owe Jeeves many things, so I will do everything I can, but just out of curiosity. Oh, uh, thank you. I'm, I'm hoping you could help out. Um, well, I've been living in the Roots for over a year now. Oh, tough luck. Y yes, exactly. I'm sure you're familiar with what it's like here, outside of your um, lovely home, I mean. Um, My rat sanctuary. Oh, very, very nice. Um, and my room is substantially less than optimal. Um, in fact, I would say it probably borders on dangerous. Um, <laughs> there's this colored liquid that's dripping from my ceilings and um... I'm not only afraid for my life at times, but I'm worried what the toxins in the water could be doing to my cat. Did they tell you about the lead paint on the walls? Um, no, that wasn't mentioned, but now that you say that, that really does not surprise me. 
Yeah, paved at the turn of the century, I believe. It makes a lot of problems, a lot of lead poisoning cases. But to be fair, people also do actively oh. lick the walls because the lead gives them some sort of high, so okay. that exacerbates the issue. <laughs> that does explain that person I saw licking the wall in the hallway two weeks ago. Okay. Anyways, uh, Jeeves seemed to think that you might be able to help me find better living accommodations here? How about this? If you give me, let's say, $125 a month, I'll show you what I can offer you. Okay, um, I, I do have some savings from my summer job, so... And, and I'm still working, so yeah, I would be willing to make that deal with you. Follow me. Move, children! And all the rats kind of just gently depart around him as he leaves his rat sanctuary and says, Well, come with me. And you exit the main room. He closes the door behind. Only a few rats are kind of sitting on him now, left over. The bulk of them are in his room. And he walks down the opposite end of the hallway. So down the hallway that you actually came from, um, Evelyn. But you notice that uh, kind of about halfway down the hallway, there's like a little metal grate that looks to be mostly covered. And the Rat King uh, actually, um, he, he, he snaps his fingers and the rat on his right hand runs down into his pocket, pulls out a set of keys and brings it back up to him. Thank you, Reginald. And he tweaks the keys and he opens up this metal hatch. And you see that it leads Evelyn to a whole other secret floor with a ladder that comes down. Ooh. And he goes, well, yeah. come with me. Uh, okay. It's quite well well lit. It's, it's got some, like, shitty overhead uh, lighting, but you can see the floor in, in the room. I had no idea this was here. Ah, yes, these are the secrets that the Rat King knows. My children whisper to me, and they tell me all the fun things. Are your, your rats any relation to the, the larger ones that happen to run around here? Do you know the one with the half ear? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen him around quite a few times. Well, I like to think of him as my petulant and disturbed oldest child. Oh. Yeah, and you know, they're just so ungrateful. You give them the whole world and everything in it, and then all they want to do is leave and ruin your whole family because they want to start some sort of other rat syndicate that's slowly fighting all of my rat friends, and it's just not fair. It's just so much drama in the rat community, you know? It's just so <laughs> um, much. Yeah, yeah, I, I can definitely picture the disturbed part. Well, here we are. He stops at the very end of this hallway on a tiny, uh, discreet metal door. And he puts the key in and turns it and says, Home sweet home, if the deal's right. And he shows you this room, Evelyn, and it is a vast empty room. It's probably about three times the size of your room currently. About 12 foot high ceilings. Uh, very cold, covered in these kind of grimy bricks with a few shitty shelving units on top. Yes, well, uh, this is it. I, I know it's not much now, but it is loaded with potential. And the best part is, it has an elevator. Look! And he points to the opposite end of the room, and you see there's a freight elevator entrance there. And he says, and there is only one key. Oh, that's oh, amazing. And he pulls the key out of his pocket and shows you. So no one uses that elevator anymore. No one knows this is there. No, I don't think so. I think a tree must have collapsed and blocked it. But if you're able to move the tree, boom, you got yourself a private one-of-a-kind elevator to your bungalow. Hmm. Uh, uh, wow, wow, that's fantastic. Thank you. 125 a month? Yeah, and she holds out her hand again, shakes, and she, you've got a deal. And if you get found, I was never here nor my rat children. Of, of, of course, I will tell them that I found this on my own. 
and I'll tell them that they're not allowed in your room. Pass the word on, Cynthia. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Um, um, not not because I don't like rats or anything, but, um, you know, I, I don't know how my cat would react to them. No problem. I want my tenants to feel comfortable. How will I get you your money each month? Do you want me just to, like, uh, slip it under the boiler room door or... Find any rat in the building and give it to them. They'll know where to where it should end up. Oh, perfect. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, so all you just gotta look for is a loose rat to hand the money to, and it'll run and <laughs> it'll give it funny. to them. <laughs> cool. That's amazing. Okay. And Evelyn, as our camera fades away from you, you've secured a new place to live. This is wonderful. Are you heading back to Oakhaven? Yes. Awesome. <laughs> so on that, our camera is going to fade away from Evelyn. Some time passes as everyone's able to get a hold of their presence and prepare for going to Oakhaven for this wonderful event. And when you all arrive, what you see is nothing short of spectacular. In this island around the town square, uh, just as you all arrive, the construction workers are putting on the very last touches. You see these multi-layer mini hills with elf houses on top and this beautiful red brick road winding through that eventually leads to a candy cane bridge and uh, very front, kind of over Santa's chair, you see this beautiful crystal spire and this crystal archway that is set in. And there's fake snow and real snow everywhere. And that's where, right at the entrance there, you see Coffee Josh's cart. And it's shining with a bunch of different lights and there's smoke coming out. And it's just all a very magical setting uh, right now for everyone. Wow, Egan, this looks amazing. What? What do you think? It's, um, I have to give credit to the construction, construction workers. They did, they, they did most of the work, but I think it turned out rather nice. Oh, I see you brought the holly. <gasps> yes, where do you want it? Um, well, uh, I was thinking that perhaps you could go decorate Coffee Josh's cart, just make it a little more festive. Oh, and then sure. whatever you have left, we could decorate around the, um, the, the throne, the Santa's mm. throne. And she, uh, plucks a little bit of mistletoe and she says, here, keep this for oh. yourself, for the special someone you want to, you know. Oh, and she winks. <laughs> Thank you, Iris. Thank mm. you very much. And she kind of takes it and she puts it in her little fanny pack of holding. Hmm. Oh, no, Thunder. God, no, not there. Not, don't. And you see Thunder's, like, taking a crap on, like, <laughs> some of the snowflake organ that's already been made. He's trying to wrangle Thunder back in. And then Lightning's just biting at his ankles. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, hey, let me help you with that a little bit. No, Thunder, no. Iris, I'm out of sour keys. <gasps> what? Already? You're supposed to paste them. Yeah, it wouldn't stop. I tried. Losing my sugar high. Is there a candy store in 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 Oak in Oakhaven? Yeah, there's like a generic bulk candy store just across the street. Okay, so Egan like reaches into her wallet and she's just like, Kane, whatever you need, and she gives him some money and said, just go buy buy Bethany whatever she needs. All right. Extra sandwiches. Thank you, Egan. I'll be right back from the barn of the bulk. And he starts right. walking over. 
there is kind of a little area um, it, it, about halfway through the village. It's this little fenced off area that uh, Egan, you you kind of pre set up for the for the yeah. petting zoo. So there, there's this little area where uh, you can kind of d- drop off the animals and they're hanging out there. Yeah, I feel like Iris Iris gives Kane a break and takes all the animals there so he can go buy the candy. <laughs> he's red in the face, exhausted. Like he's dragging his feet going to the barn of bull already. <laughs> <laughs> so the animals are all safe and spread out there and you see Giuseppe Jr. coming up to you all and he swapped out his stained white shirt for a Alfredo stained Santa shirt <laughs> and he says hello everyone my name is Giuseppe Jr. I have uh, worked very hard today and I've come up with this new concoction I call it Alfredo Santa and he shows you these they look like these stuffed pastas with Santa shapes with Alfredo sauce <laughs> on top doesn't that look delicious? We need a taste tester. Where's Zach? <laughs> hey. Zachary. Oh, hello. I'm so glad you're here. Um, I was thinking I could have the band over there so that um, when people are kind of halfway, so halfway, halfway between petting zoo and the, the Santa chair so that people could be entertained no matter where they are. Does that sound good? Oh. Yeah, sure, okay. totally. And um, and then she kind of takes Zach aside and she says, so I don't know what you're planning on playing, but hopefully something a little bit festive. Just whatever you do, I never want to hear Freebird again, especially not on the fiddle. <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. I'll strike that one from the record. What's what's wrong with Freebird, man? It's a great song. Oh, I have bad memories. Demons, you know. Oh, I mean, you know. Anyway, so go ahead and set up. There's a little bit of a, a stage there for you. How, how long until we play? Um, well, it starts at six o'clock, so about an hour. Okay, so we have like 55 minutes to fuck around. Cool. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> sure. Yes. Uh... <laughs> All right. All right. When Kane comes out, Iris notices how like tired he looks, and she walks up to him and goes, Hey, um... You look like you could use a break. I'll watch the animals if you can take this stuff over to Coffee Josh. And she, like, hands him all the holly and mistletoe. And don't mind kind of just setting it up and making it look pretty. And maybe you could get yourself, like, a coffee or something. I would love to. It's been a minute since I've seen Josh. Hey, Josh! And he waves and he starts bringing over the holly. Hey, Kane! Hi! How's it going? Really good, man. It's cool that you're sponsoring the Santa event. Here, let me uh, help set up your cart here. Oh, thanks. I mean, uh, uh, most of it's done, but if you want to finish uh, stringing, stringing the lights around, that would be great. I'd love to, buddy guy. And he just gives him like a big hug. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Zach, how's it going, dude? Nice to Yo, see you again. CJ, what's up? Hey, man, do you, uh, do you want a Zach coffee special? I have a, I have a naughty uh, drink just for you. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, can I have it extra naughty? Oh, God. <laughs> you know what, Zach, for you, anything, buddy. And he, he pours like three times the bourbon in it and hands it to you. Oh, God. <laughs> He just starts drinking. Oh, I love God. the boy band back together again. <laughs> <laughs> Next sleepover, guys? No, no. <laughs> At that moment, Zach, uh, you hear your van honk, and Travis is like, hey, buddy, we got everything you need. And you see that the little um, uh, band area that's been set up for you is, th- there's actually a few steps, and it's on top of one of the elf houses <laughs> for you to all to get the kind of best height. Aww. Oh, boy, this is lame. Okay, um... <laughs> Zachary, I got your costumes! And and fucking Alexis walks up to you. She goes, you are not going to believe what Friedrich got us. Oh, my God. Oh, is it that bad? 
so Zachary, you said that you wanted something that was like Krispies, but also said, um, fuck you to the man. Oh, I said, fuck woo. Rebrand, rebrand. There you go. I, I thought that they would give you this. And he pulls out four costumes and he goes, it is a, a legend from my home. Oh. <laughs> Krampus. Yes. <laughs> of, of who now? Yes. Oh, nice. Yes. Like Santa, but it's not Santa. It's like bad Santa. Ooh, Ooh bad Santa. I like it. Okay, okay. So he pulls out the, they look like Santa costumes, but in all the wrong ways. Like basically it looks like a ganglier, more terrifying Santa with these like masks to also like throw it in where it's this like shriveled up kind of zombie face with a long beard. And he goes, I think that this will be very unique, Zachary, don't you think? Holy fuck, that's metal. Uh, Zach, I want you to give me an It's Showtime roll. Okay. Uh, what do you want me to add to this? Uh, let's add Cot. Uh, that's a 13. Nice. Oh, hell yeah. So, Zach, you know, regardless how much you practice in this hour or not, it really doesn't matter. <laughs> you guys fucking rock. <laughs> the inclusion of Friedrich's, like, electric flute that he's playing is really adding this, like, interesting synth rock thing. You guys are this kind of, like, hard rock classical vibe going on here. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was picturing. That's sweet. And the night air is just filled with this rock, classic, jazz, 100% <laughs> badass sound that uh, as you prep for the big show tonight, and what I'll say is you're going to get a plus one on every showtime roll for the rest of the evening. Nice. Oh, shit. Nice. Okay. And after all this time has passed and everyone is kind of getting ready, um, Iris and Kane, you said you were going to be elves? <laughs> Of yeah, sorts, yes. I, I feel like um, I'll take care of the animal barn, but elves are kind of just, you know, the assistance to Santa. Whatever Santa needs or whatever, yeah. whatever yeah. Egan needs will be there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I'm going to probably have them, um, you know, one monitor the petting zoo and one kind of lead the kids up to Santa. Sure. Okay. And Evelyn, how about you? Um, so she's going to be taking the pictures. Um, so... <laughs> So, Evelyn. Yes? I'm so glad you're here. So, um, I, I don't see our Santa yet, but uh, I'm, I'm sure he'll be here soon. Um, I was thinking about having you stand right here. And okay. here is your camera. Perfect. So, um, and I guess, so this is the 90s, so it's still a film camera. So, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. so what you do is you take this little slip, you give them a number, and then they can uh, retrieve the, the photos next week sometime. Excellent. They chose the right person for this. You're really good at delegating. Oh, oh, oh thank, thank you. <laughs> uh, this is sort of surprising my, myself as well. Um, here, here's an elf hat. Oh, and thank she you. Sticks on her on <laughs> Evelyn's head. <laughs> Very nice. Goes well with the red hair. Doctor Egan. Oh. Um, oh God. I'm, uh, <laughs> and you see Jeremy walking so with his Santa costume on and his bearded hat off oh. and just looking at you going, I'm, uh, where, where do you need me? Hello, uh, Miss Reed Wilson. Hello, Dr. Renner. Um, right over here, we have your, your throne. Um, oh, good. Wow, yes. you did a, did you do all this? Well, sort of. I mean, I, I. I had quite a bit of help, and I, and I have to thank my my friends here. They they kind of came in in a pinch. So, but she was the main organizer. <gasps> it's Batman. <laughs> Iris yells. 
Yes, yo, oh wow, that was, uh, well, this is awkward. How about I just go up to the throat and we can get this over with? Yes, yes. They did give you the waterproof pants, right? Uh, <laughs> yes, I have, uh, yeah, I, yep, yep. I okay, got, got three layers just in case. Excellent, all right. All right, um, here, let me help you with your, um, your, your beard. Um, uh, thank you. This, all right, um, here. And she kind of just kind of gently puts it over his ears and kind of takes a moment just to kind of, you know, touch his face. He's almost flinching. No. <gasps> right. Um, I'll let you do the hat then. Uh, think, thanks. Um, so, uh, yes. so mm. it's just the, the throat over, over there. Yes, yes. Uh, here, I'll walk you over there. Um, I'll, I'll, let me tell you about the procedure. Um, so, Evelyn, uh, so, sorry, Iris, I, I believe, mm. will be the helper elf. Yes. And she will take the um, the children who, and she will guide them up to your throne and help uh, if she needs help sitting them on your lap. And then, um, have, have you ever played Santa before? Uh, once for my family, but it was very low stakes, but I can just try and go, uh, ho, 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 yes. happy holidays. Is, Excellent. Is that okay? <laughs> and then that's perfect. And then just okay. wish them a Merry Christmas and then send them on the way. Um, Eric, can I ask something? Do, yeah, of do, does Iris notice the change in kind of <laughs> vibe between the two? Yeah, like, I mean, it's pretty <laughs> evident, right? You don't even have to roll for that. I'm going to say that, like, this interaction is so awkward that everyone who's watching can see that it's a strange <laughs> interaction. I feel like Iris slowly, like, backs up from the conversation they're having and goes to Evelyn and goes, hey, psst, yeah? It's me, Iris. I, I I know who you are. The elf hat doesn't really fool me. <laughs> um, hey, uh, is it just me, or do things seem very weird between Egan and Jeremy? No, it's not just you. I noticed that too. I, I don't know what's going on. When we saw them at Halloween, they were so adorable together. I know. I was like so happy for them. But should we say something? It's kind of like... Her girlfriends, you know, we've had a sleepover. We're like the girl crew now. We're the hot tub club. I know, but I, I you know what? It, I don't really know if it's our place to interfere with mm. whatever's going on with them, but okay. that doesn't mean that we can't try to encourage them by, you know, telling Dr. Renner lots of really nice things about Dr. Egan. <gasps> yeah, and this, and she chucks some mistletoe at Jeremy. Jeremy, catch! <laughs> oh, he, 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 he catches it and it falls in his hat as he's about to put it on. Oh. For later. Uh, oh, th thank you. Um, listen, I'm going to take this mistletoe and bring it to the chair. Anyway, um, Elizabeth. Yes. Really nicely done with all this. Thank you. And um, thank you for... Volunteering your time to be Santa Claus, I, I, I really appreciate it. Um, you are truly the perfect person for the role. You are kind and warm, and he and kind warm. of walks away from you <gasps> before you can finish. Oh, oh, oh. Iris just looks at Egan with these big eyes, and then like looks to Evelyn and looks to be to Egan. He doesn't leave to be sassy. You can just see he kind of just gives up and walks away. It's much its much more of a sad than a fuck you. Yeah. Iris walks up and just stares at Egan and says, I saw this set in a TV show, so I'm going to say it to you now. And she takes her hands and looks at her deep in the eye and goes, 
I'm here for you. Oh, thank you, Iris. I, I, I really appreciate that. Um, it's all right. It's mm. just, um, we had a, a bit of a disagreement. Let's just say that. And um, right now we're just sort of, um, we're, we're colleagues still. We're, we're, um, okay. Oh, look, look over there. I have to go mm. attend to something over there. Oh, okay. <laughs> have fun. And Egan, as you walk away, our camera swings up to the top of one of the elf roofs where the hive has just finished one of their practice sets. And Travis looks at you, Zach, and says, Well, buddy, before we start this shindig, do you think we should uh, celebrate and get real smoke for this chimney? And he pulls out a Christmas tree <laughs> blunt. <laughs> oh my gosh, a stray little tear like escapes his eyes. <laughs> oh, Merry Christmas to all. Okay, we're going to take five. Let's go, man. And at as you like jump down the hatch, um, you hear Alma yell, uh, "Hey, Buzz! Apparently they're here!" And she looks at you, Iris, and she goes, "You are the one that can't make a good goddamn raspberry espresso." <laughs> um, maybe. Hi, I'm Iris. Hey, Alma, did you need something? Uh, this one was rude to me one time, and I no. never forgive yes. or forget. Oh, oh, not Iris. She's a, a wonderful, sweet person. Yes, well, we'll see about that. Anyway, I came here to tell you that we have people. We're ready to start. Oh. And she gestures, and you see that there's a lineup of about 20 oh. families oh, God. here. Everyone's looking very excited. Some of the kids are touching her antique candy canes, and she says, Excuse me, children, get your dirty paws away from my antiques. She shuffles over there, and now Dr. Egan, everyone else is looking at you. Okay, all right. Is everybody ready? Are we all in place? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's do this. Okay, uh, and she walks over to the line and she says, Welcome everybody to the Oak Haven Santa's Village. Come, join in and have hot chocolate and um, some Alfredo Santa. And <laughs> and over here is, uh, is Santa Claus for the little ones. And our camera pans up through the sky, showing the entire beautiful Santa village. And it looks so picturesque with the chimneys, even though we know it's just weed smoke coming out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and as the AV club puts on a Santa village to spread holiday cheer, not knowing what sort of disasters might befall them throughout the night, our camera fades away. Thanks for listening. Tall Tale Theater Collective is proud to announce that we are expanding our podcast network to now feature two programs. We will continue to present our horror series, Night Terrors. Welcome to a world of thrills, threats, and terrors. Night Terrors is an anthology radio play podcast that will bring you face to face with your nightmares. Come listen 
if you dare. Introducing our newest program, Fantasy Fantasia, which includes two RPG podcast campaigns. The first is Dungeons & Dragons, Legend of the Silver Flame. Experience laughs, suspense, and triumph with a motley crew of adventurers who could be the last hope against great evil, long thought to be vanquished. The second is Monster Hearts, Undergrad. Follow the tale of romance, mystery, desire, and murder as an unlikely bunch of mostly pubescent monsters navigate their social, academic, and supernatural lives at Oakhurst College. Listeners even get the chance to weigh in on the action of both campaigns. For more, visit our website at www.talltaletheater.com. Talltale Theater Collective. Grow with us.